the devil's work. Back to Real Horror Show. I'm Mark Green. And I'm Lee. <laughs> Just Lee, like Madonna. <laughs> or Prince. Or Prince. <laughs> or Prince Lee. I like that. He was very princely. I was very princely. Yeah, yeah Mark Green just sounds like a play somewhere. Yeah, or botanist. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Mark Greenfingers. He's over there by Mark Green. <laughs> <laughs> or some, somebody in a Cluedo game, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was a... Mark Green in the library <laughs> yeah. with the sledgehammer. With the sle- oh, thanks. <laughs> You're going to do the job. Do it properly. Yeah, do it properly. Make sure. Yeah. Hey, this week, this week, who knows when this will be fucking released. This, this year. This, this episode. Uh, we're talking about uh, Orphan First Kill, the sequel to the, was it 2009 yeah, film? I think it was Orphan? Yeah. Yeah. Which was like, Jesus, I didn't realise it was that long ago. Neither did I. I was like, oh, it was five years ago, Orphan came out, surely. When I was, like, fucking when I was reading up on the film after I'd watched it, it's like a 13-year gap, and I was yeah. like, fuck off, was it? And then I thought, well, it probably was. Because it still seems like quite yeah. new, doesn't it? Yeah. That's as though we're getting old. That's a long time, 13 years. That is, yeah. I didn't think the film was anywhere near that old. Luckily, it's fresh in my mind, because I only watched it last night. I've watched Orphan quite recently, because it's a film that I really like. Yeah, I do. It's a great movie. As I said to you before we started recording this, has probably the best plot twist in any film of the last twenty years, a horror film anyway. Yeah. It, not only is it a good plot twist, but I never saw it coming. No, no I didn't. There was no, no nothing in my head that thought, "Oh, hang on a minute, yeah, just I with, wonder if." Okay, creepy kid. Yeah, I was That's completely fine. when when they started sort of like when she's taking the makeup off and they start discussing who she really is, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they, they, they reveal that she's actually a thirty-some odd year old woman in the body of a ten-year-old. I was like. Fucking hell, I never saw that coming. That is really quite sinister. I had no idea. So like, yeah, evil kid. But based on how much I really liked the first film, when they said they were doing another one so many years later mm. um, with the same actress, uh, Isabel Furman, I thought, is that going to work? But it did. It really did. Yeah. I really liked this movie. Yeah. Um, I th- the, one of my main concerns was, apart from like having her still play a 10-year-old, yeah, yeah. was... I, given the reveal the plot twist in the first one I thought how, how are they going to deal with that how are they going to, are they going to try and top it because I was kind of thinking well I hope not I just yeah I mean I presume they're not going to use that same thing as a reveal because that would be a bit silly yeah so the audience would this time be in on everything but then I was also concerned that are. it was going to be a, a, a play by play almost yeah. retelling the same kind of story you know someone thinks they've got like a kid in their house and it's not a kid it's a, it's a grown ass adult I thought is this going to be a play by play they think they've got a little little girl they've adopted or whatever and it turns out she's actually a psychotic 30 year old so I was hoping it wouldn't go down that way. and for a start it kind of seems like it is going down that route but then they pull out a twist in the new one that I, I don't think is as good as the twist in the original, but it's still a really good but fucking... But it still was unexpected and still made me kind of make a mental step backwards to go, oh shit, Yeah. wasn't prepared for that. Yeah, it, it's a complete curveball, isn't it? Yeah. And it changes the whole dynamic of the film and it I was really thinking, worked for me. Yeah, I mean, I, I was in that same boat as you, I guess, where like, I'm enjoying it, but it is kind of a retread. Yeah. Of the other. It is showing how she came by certain things, how she got her 
wristbands and neckbands out which you learn to do ultraviolet light things it's not really necessary you know these things but fair enough it's fleshing out the character I think the whole intention of the film initially was to clear up a bit of a plot hole in the first film in that how a woman masquerading as a child had got from Estonia to the United States oh, for okay. adoption. They, 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 I think they felt that was a bit of a plot hole. They needed oh, to I explain it. It, it wasn't something that bugged me, no. but I like how they handled it. I thought, it, I thought the, that was the whole good. notion of a family that has had a child go missing, yeah, and then four years later believe that she's been found. Mm. Pretty good. I mean, and that has there was, wasn't there a film on it or a document? It was some, an account in real life where someone had claimed to be someone's child, and it didn't look anything like them, and oh, really? they still completely believed in they so much wanted their child back I don't know I'm sure it was a I'll have to look into that because yeah, that sounds I'm sure there up. was something that it was like it was a genuine but Esther does look like she could have grown albeit slightly mm. to still be the same girl that they went missing there. but the, the sim- there's a lot it of similarities there's enough similarities yeah a parent who's still grieving would want that lifeline to yeah. be like sometimes what you want overrides what you know especially the dad yeah he's 100% yeah, exactly. We see a little bit of slight doubt on. Well, the sun no, is kind of. No, if we're going to spoil this, well, okay. we may as well spoil it spectacularly, <laughs> and state that there's complete doubt. It, it, it's revealed yeah, that the mother knows that's not her daughter. Yeah. But it's just going along with it to for the yeah, for the sake, for the sake of, of her, her husband. husband, and then sort of like states that she doesn't want to have to publicly go through losing yeah. her daughter twice. I think it's because it, the the effect it would have on. Her husband. <laughs> yeah, I I like this film. I like I like the character of Esther. I think she's a great modern horror villain. Yeah. And I think Isabel Furman does a fucking fantastic she's job. Excellent. Playing. Making it she's still even when you know, you sort of forget in a way that she's not a child. I like them little twinges between the sort of actors of sweetness where you suddenly see yeah. the psychopath take over the, for a little the, while. The mask drops. Yeah, something will happen she just her complete expression just completely changes and, and you know in that moment She's done she's with pretending, and you you might be in the in the in the spot above her. Um, that, that face she's got for the family. She's like, oh, thank you, mummy. And when she turns her back, that like fucking like, yeah. kind of comes. I on mean, it. given that she was ten when she made the first one, her performance in that is fucking brilliant. And some of the lengths she goes, she was twelve. Sorry, 12, yeah, twelve. Yeah. And um, she's playing a ten-year-old, wasn't she? That's right. Yeah. 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 And uh, yeah, she she her performance in that first film. I mean, some of that stuff. The bit where she's trying to seduce like yeah, her adoptive yeah, yeah, father yeah. and stuff. It's a little bit. That must have been quite difficult for a fucking child to do, but she does it so well. Yeah. Um, and some of the manipulative, fucked up shit she did, like breaking her arm and trying to pin it on yeah, on yeah, Vera Farmiga's character. That was great watching my daughter. Yeah. That scene come because she's like the hands are up over her face, kind of thing. Her eyes were there, but there was over her mouth. It's nasty, isn't it? It just like, oh. Yeah. Um, and then when it was done, she was like, "Oh, that's okay." It was just that she she doesn't like the thought of painful things. She's all right with watching like someone getting exploded because like that probably wouldn't hurt. Yeah. Or someone getting a needle poked in. But it's, it's like, realistic oh, injuries. Thing. I mean, I love gore yeah. and violence in films, but realistic injuries always make me wince a bit. I'm like, <laughs> if you know that something. A, it can easily happen, and yeah. B, would hurt like fuck, like an arm break and things like that. It's like the whole scene I've seen in films where people have lost arms oh, yeah. countless times. Like a predator, we talked about prey in a, in a previous podcast, in, uh, when he gets his arm blown off, yeah, or yeah, someone's yeah. had their arm cut off with a sword and things like that. You're like, but the way, the realistically, like uh, in, in 127 hours, for example, the realistic like, oh, yeah, removal yeah, yeah, of the yeah. arm is far fucking worse because <clears> you know that's how you would really go about cutting your arm and it's slow and horrible and the, the the severing of the fucking so breaking your arm and breaking any bone always looks I've never broken 
a limb. No, I'm never breaking a bone. Really. But it always looks really fucking horrible. Yeah, <laughs> especially because it's done so well in that one. It doesn't puncture the skin, so it's not a gore moment. Just but pops you just see up. that indent where yeah. the bone has snapped. Yeah. And then because of her how psychotic she is, she still then just goes to bed. She doesn't then go, oh, let me break my arm. Look, she, she leaves it till later and then yeah, goes and they, to bed. And so she can play it out perfectly. So the, the dad comes in. But yeah, it's but just yeah. we're just sort of like emphasising how great her performance as oh, Esther yeah, is. Yeah. And even the, the new one, she's, she's brilliant. Well, they use a lot Such of... Such a... I'm going to call them the Lord of the Rings tricks with forced perspective, using people with... Herman well, Munster shoes. I was going to say Frankenstein boots, yeah, big platform shoes. Yeah. And you, you, you know, when you know, you know that there's like certain things that you don't see the actress's face because then it is a child actor or something like that. Yeah. But they do that with hobbits, didn't they? Yeah, the they did call them a little person. Or... Yeah. Um... If you had a dwarf orphan, would they be a dwarf <laughs> <laughs> If not, they should be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or an orf. I like that. You should trademark that. What dwarfen? Dwarfen. Yeah, I'll, I'll put. I'll maybe a book down the line somewhere. That'll get me in trouble. Mm. Yeah, they also sort of like loads of loads of tiny people punch me in the knees because I don't <laughs> like one. <laughs> It'd be like that scene in one of the Jackass movies where they all storm into the bar, or the little sort of uh, the little people come storming into the bar and have a like bar fight. I've never seen a Jackass movie. Why not? I don't know. I'm just like, hey, how many times can you see someone get coated in shit? Endlessly. Okay, I'm, I will do it. People hitting the balls and set on fire and fucking coated in bodily and fluids. Yeah, it's never not funny. Clips and trailers, they have made me laugh. Even the stupid high five and that giant hand comes around and smacks on in the face, you know, yeah. for the 3D one, wasn't that one? That made yeah. me laugh, but I've still never sat. I don't know if I could manage it for an hour and a half. Oh, I love them. I could sit and watch Jackass all day long. It just I'll appeals to the child in me. It's <laughs> funny as fuck. Uh, anyway, what the fuck was I saying? Yeah, I think they digitally de-aged her as well. Oh, okay. uh, but subtly. Yeah. And Because um, she's not very old. She's 25 and you don't look... Yeah, you don't. You know, I, I, I don't know. Us at that age probably look... I actually, when we was watching it, just went online quickly <clears> to check how tall she was because I thought maybe they haven't had to do a lot. Maybe she's just not oh, very right, tall okay. person. She's like five foot three. Oh, okay. So it doesn't take a lot. No. To make you seem that much taller than a five foot three person, just yeah, at least say I'd chunky boots. A little bit, but yeah, I'm like five seven or something. So. <laughs> you have to climb up a church by or something. <laughs> King Kong way for the movie. Yeah, um, I don't have to be in the foreground the entire time. Yeah, so the the, the digital de aging didn't look shonky because it was subtle, and it wasn't like when you see a very old actor de aged. There's always something really off about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They haven't really mastered. It's the eyes always look weird. Marvel have done it quite well. I yeah. mean, the DH, Apart from Samuel the, Jackson, was pretty good. Yeah, the Robert Downey Jr. in Civil War was fucking awful. Yeah, it looked great. weird. But then the young um, Kurt Russell, that was fucking good as well. Michael Douglas in Ant-Man as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. For a little while there, I actually forgot. I was yeah. watching it and I thought, hang on a minute, Michael Douglas is old. Yeah. And I thought, oh, they fucking... It was part of the same technology they did with um, Captain America. They put his face on the skinny body and all that. And it, it's not bad. It works for what it is. It looks a bit odd. Yeah, but it still works for... Yeah. It's not, believe, no, it's not, not enough, to, enough to not completely throw you out the movie. But I... Yeah, I mean, I, I really rate Esther as a horror villain. Yeah. Um, you know, modern horror villain especially. She's a, she's a character's up there. I'd, you know, and you, and you root for her, even though she's the villain a bit. Especially in, this, in the in new film. One you do. Not, not in the original. Are we going to, like, but... discuss the twist in any... Okay, so massive, massive spoiler now. Then, if we're going to give away, yeah, I think we need to because basically, you think the film's taking like the same turn as the original, yeah. where a family have like adopted a child who's not really a child. She's a she's a psychotic thirty three year old, I think she's supposed yeah. to be, and then 
it turns out yeah the, 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 it turns out bad for them but you think you're going to get like the same plot again yeah. and then she there's something it really happens to, it's the detective yeah the detective uh basically esther escapes and follows his detective who might be onto her he to kill him stole something out of a room that had a fingerprint on it and he's suspicious that yeah he paired the fingerprints right. and they weren't right um oh and then he goes home and matches them i don't know why he's dusting prints at home and not at the station but there you go but yeah and yeah. she esther follows him home to to polish him off yeah and uh then that's where the film takes a massive twist delightful let me just change into my good suit oh honey your good suit is at the cleaners what a twist because it's my favorite it's one of my favorite scenes in the film the bit where like esther's in the middle of like trying to kill this dude and she's already stabbed him hasn't she i think yeah and, and her adoptive mum turns up and this this is the way she goes she <laughs> she's caught red-handed her adoptive mum walks in and esther kind of turns to a mum, adopted mum, yeah. and goes, "Oh, mummy!" Like really innocently, is <laughs> it? It's just really well played. But then the twist kicks in, where it turns out that it doesn't. Well, the mum shoots him. Shoots the detective. Yeah, and uh, you know, you're left to wonder why she's like done that, and then she goes on to explain that she she knows that Esther isn't Esther. Yeah, she's what's her name, Lena. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, they have a, they the family also has a son called Gunner. Yeah. And he was playing with Esther a little bit roughly. Yeah. And something happened and. Esther died, not Esther. No, it was Esther. Sorry, yes. Yeah, the, the real the, Esther. The original Esther died, and the mum didn't want to lose two children by having her son go to jail, so she dumped Esther's body down a well or something. Yeah, but it, and the, then don't they? Um, so they know that Esther's not story, Esther, yeah. but they want to continue playing the only along. Person doesn't know is the dad. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he hundred percent believes because he wants his daughter back. He's not been the same since she's disappeared. Yeah. So, it, so Esther's adoptive mum basically kills this yeah. detective to stop the story from getting out and uh, the whole pretense of being ruined. But then it sort of transpires that they're really fucking unhinged. Yeah. The mother and the son are—they uh, have no real problem with the idea of killing people, and especially and they get to a point where they're like, "Oh fuck, this pretense isn't worth it. We'll kill Esther," yeah. and. That, from that point in the film the villains in the victim role a little bit you can sort of like yeah, see yeah, especially yeah. Esther's suddenly not safe in that environment and it's a nice little twist on the fact that you've got the killer it's kind of works the same in um, Rob Zombie's Devil's Rejects where you've got these awful yeah, fucking yeah, characters yeah, but, sort of, but you kind of like feel bad for them and root for them a yeah, little bit when the, the sheriff the kidnaps them taking them out is as brutal as they have been and you're like oh that's a bit I always find it quite cool when you can effectively ring out a bit of like sympathy for awful characters yeah yeah sometimes they'll try and do it with certain characters it's like it didn't work for me in don't breathe too no because yeah we've yeah been established he was a bit of race uh, rap rapist piece of shit yeah and then you're going and then they tried right, to make him like an anti-hero and it didn't no. really work for me but it worked for me in this it worked for me in devil's rejects yeah you know oh, suddenly yeah, yeah, yeah. some you, you, i mean the, the firefly family are anti-heroes of that film you kind of like them and root for them, even though they're awful the people. Thing is that there's that thing where um, Bill Maisley always plays slightly misogynistic, horrible characters, but I like him even in that because he just plays them so fucking well. I can't help but laugh at his lines sometimes. Yeah. You know, Hoss, if I'm not mistaken, I, I think I could still smell your wife's pussy stink on my gun. Hope it doesn't rust a barrel. Yeah. I'm like, that's just, it's, fucking, it's so wrong, it's hilarious. Even though you're like, I shouldn't like this guy, he's a bastard, but his delivery and stuff just. I think it's helped though. Bill Mosley is a really, really good underrated actor. Yeah. You know, he really throws yeah, himself in those characters. He does always get those unhinged. He does, but he's a very, very talented actor. Oh, he's good. And completely underrated. You know, his, his performances in the films as Otis. 
I mean, I love him in uh, Texas Chainsaw 2. I love him most. Chopped up. I, I liked but, him in Repo the Genetic Opera. I haven't yeah. seen it. But then again, his line in that is like, I'll make a hole and fuck it or something. You're like, oh, here we go. So he, he does play, that's the kind of characters he plays. Yeah. But it's just... But yeah, Otis is likeable. And he shouldn't be. No. Because he's a Cause massive he's... bastard. Anyone else, if someone had played it a little... I don't know, you can't play it darker, but it's just his, his humour. Yeah. It's like, if he didn't go around killing people, he'd be a laugh to hang out with. If he weren't <laughs> like murdering and raping. <laughs> yeah. But it's the same thing with um, uh, John Jarrett. Yeah, 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 yeah. He plays Mick Taylor in uh, the Wolf Creek films. You kind of root for Mick. Even though Mick is a psychotic fucking loony who is implied does rape some oh, yeah, of his... yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you, you watch those films, you don't watch them films to root for the people that you happen to be victimising no. in any particular film or the TV series. You watch it because it's a joy to watch John Jowett as Mick Taylor. Yeah. Welcome to Australia, cocksucker! Well, it's, uh, this was directed by William Brent Bell. Who um, he directed the boy, which I didn't really yeah, like. The, the sequel to the boy, the devil inside. But he directed and where? Yeah, I've got where. Which I really fucking oh, like. I yeah, rare, 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 rare. Where? Where is a found footage thing? That, but it stops being found footage at a certain point, doesn't it? When he gets in the court, I think it's not found. When footage he transforms. Anymore. Yeah. And after, he, once he jumps into the street, I think just after that. Yeah. But yeah, I fucking rate that. Oh, and but I think I watched it and it was like, yeah, I'm buying this. Mm. I really like that movie. Yeah, where's fucking great yeah. film? I showed it to Maria a little while back because she hadn't seen it. I was like, oh, you need to watch this fan footage werewolf film. And she's like, mm, kadooki. Mm. But no, she really liked it too. It's a good the movie. The guy who plays Talon Talon Gwinnick or something. The guy yeah. who is the werewolf. He's fucking big, imposing yeah. dude. Fucking huge. But yeah, he's only directed where, and that was great. Yeah. So um, and Stay Alive was another one of his, which I. Think I've seen, but it was a video game horror thing. Oh, I haven't seen that. I think I've seen it, but I don't remember it. I need to yeah. check it out again. No, I haven't seen that. But yeah, I really rated this. You know, for, <laughs> sometimes when you leave a film a little bit too long before doing another, it's not yeah, that great. So is it thirteen years we said? Or yeah, the gap? yeah, that's a long time to do it. A... And especially when you, your main act, your main uh, star, yeah, it's is... gone from twelve to twenty. Because leaving a film for thirteen or... years with an adult, yeah. You don't really age that noticeably over thirteen years until no, you get until yeah, you get until yeah. you get later in life. When you're in your sort of like twenties, thirties, you can get away with you don't age much. No, but when you're ten, yeah. thirteen years is a, uh, twelve. Sorry, thirteen years is a long That's fucking a long time. time to go from twelve to in your twenties, you go yeah. and notice. But they, but it worked. They handled it. They dealt with it, and you know you don't really notice. No, uh, the, the, the agent was it all? Di- was it makeup as well as digital? I, I don't know. I presume a lot of it was practical. But then in the opposite end of the scale, and I'm going to go into a different film, was the aging makeup on Max von Sydow in The Exorcist. Yeah, because I always thought he looks he was... like that now. He's he's dead now, isn't well, he? No, not now then. But yeah, <laughs> when he... <laughs> not now, obviously. But when he was in his seventies or whatever, he looked exactly like he did in The Exorcist. And I, you watch The Exorcist as a, a kid or whatever, and you're like, yeah, he's this old guy, not realizing. Oh, he's in his forties. I never, I never really I never thought about did. it. I mean, I've seen, I've seen The Exorcist many, yeah. many times, like throughout my life, and it never dawned on me that Max von Sydow was not that old. No. And then I watched we're used to Force Awakens, look. and I remember sitting there and thinking, "How is he still fucking alive?" Yeah, yeah. And then it sort of started to twig that in, maybe in he Force wasn't. Force Awakens, it looks identical to how he does in The Exorcist. Yeah. And it just shows how good that aging makeup was on him. Mm. And it's one of those things that not many people are aware of. I think because you're all about the makeup with. And for some reason, Reagan. I mean, I don't know if it's just a sign of how stupid I am, but it never really dawned on me how he suddenly looked younger in Flash Gordon 
<laughs> I never put two and two together. Right, right. I, you know, all of a sudden he's younger as Ming the Merciless, but it never dawned on me that maybe they'd made him look older <laughs> in The Exorcist. Yeah, no, because it's not. I think it's overshadowed by you you're looking at the the possession yeah. makeup and everything like that, and you forget that. Yeah, all eyes are on Reagan and the good job yeah, they did making yeah, her exactly. look like she was possessed. I do, going back to um, Orphan First Killed Out, I do have a couple of faults. Like, for example, the, the staff in the sanitarium. Yeah. Uh, the most inept bunch of motherfuckers. I mean, I presume the one guy that gives her the little arm and neck bands is slightly, I mean, he's a creep. I got the impression that he he's was a, a bit, bit of a, a pedo. Pedophile, yeah. But thinks, well, it's not a pedo because she's in her 30s, but you get that impression that he, that was his thing. Was well, like, I mentioned that. I said, yeah, I said I he's not, he's, I said he's, he's, he's not necessarily a paedophile but he's attracted but to, he obviously is attracted to yeah. girls who look like they're underage which is yeah, exactly it's close enough to be bad enough yeah it's, <laughs> it's definitely in the same fucking ballpark yeah it's not as it's probably not as bad as actually yeah. physically being a paedophile yeah, but yeah. it's not a lot better he, he's in the ballpark he might not have picked up the bat and swung it but he's definitely in the ballpark yeah he's, consi- a, he's considering a, having a go yeah he's got the catcher's mitt on I don't know how, I don't know baseball. I was also carrying on what you're saying. You probably got this written down anyway. I was also a little bit thrown <laughs> off with the fact that they've got like a uh, inmate in the sanitarium. Oh, he's who's violent. Triggered by, <laughs> well, I can't remember what the word was now. It was just a, it was sweets do, or something. Something right? to do with candy or yeah. sweets or something, and that, that's a trigger for them to become like horrifically <laughs> violent. And she's just wandering around the halls, yeah, just with a little broom. <laughs> you're like, no, she's gonna be locked in a room. She's in a fucking straight padded packet, cell. Yeah. yeah, you're not gonna risk someone walking. All right, it was in Russia. They probably don't do this, but you're not gonna risk someone going and go. Oh sweet! Yeah, walking through the ho- walking through the halls singing the Candy Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> yeah, it's that. That's a bit fucking. I mean, and when she's escaping, like, yeah, hiding behind the lockers, she's small, fair enough. But then that bit where she swipes the door and it opens, and the guy's walking through with a wheelchair, he doesn't think that door just fucking opened for me miraculously. Also, I can see someone behind the fucking safety glass of the door going peering through it. Yeah. She was blatantly there. It was like, you could have just had a duck down and as he walked past, just come up. I was more thrown off at the end. It's the And it's the scene where the house is on fire okay. and she's wandering through a house yeah, that's yeah, yeah. very on fire. Yeah. And uh, I thought, well, she'd be unconscious yeah. by now because that house was so on fire. It went a little bit on fire. There weren't like a burning rafter in the, in the corner. The house was in engulfed yeah. in flames this was full on conflagration it was like all out the heat of the situation for yeah. the moment yeah, it was gonna wouldn't be, be out no of fucking yeah, it would be toxic as fuck yeah. you'd just be unconscious like burning to death and she's like do 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 gotta get my neck yeah. scarf I understand it was, I understand that they probably thought it, it was so visually impressive that yeah, they would yeah, yeah. ignore the, the science behind dying in a fucking house fire but, but they, they could have toned down the amount of fire a bit keep it to a different wing of the house because this is my other thing how fucking massive is that house? The they do that Adam's in films, though. House. It's like Home Alone, for example. What the fuck does Kevin <laughs> yeah. McAllister's dad do that he owns this massive yeah. mansion in Has the suburbs and can take his entire family to fucking <laughs> yeah. Paris yeah. for Christmas? Yeah. It's never explained why he's so wealthy. And I, I think that in America, property is cheaper than it is here. That's but, the impression we get in the UK, that everyone's got a massive house yeah. or you live in a trailer. Yeah, we don't. There's no in between. No one lives in a semi-detached fucking council house. Yeah, you either live in the big Amityville house or it's trailer park boys. Yeah, I don't. We don't see middle ground. (laughs) But yeah, they always do that in these films. They have for the for the I don't know if it's for the sake of plot, which I suppose it is, because you've got to have somewhere big enough for them to run around in. No one ever really explains why these people do that. They can afford such a vast fucking mansion. Because I don't think we see like Julia Stiles' character what she does for a living. No. 
I got the impression she was like a stay-at-home mother or something. Yeah. But she, yeah, I mean, you you never suspected well, the Julia Stiles character no. No, 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 was in any way putting on a pretense or like unhinged herself yeah. until it came time to until reveal that. that. That reveal. Yeah. You've got no hint, which is good. And the older brother, like I said, Gunnar was just like, yeah, whatever, my sister's back. But you just got that spoiled rich kid kind of attitude. You didn't get that sense from him either. No. You just thought he was a bit of a brat. Yeah. But then later on, when they're then fighting with, I can't do air quotes, no one's going to see it, but with, <laughs> not Esther, but Esther, mm. and he gets angry with her and throws her down the stairs, and he's like, oh shit, I didn't quite mean to do, you can get, you can see where that accident would have came from, because his temper getting out of control, yeah. and because the idea, they want to look like she'd been, she'd committed suicide. Yeah, and throwing yeah. her down the stairs really <laughs> fucked with that, but yeah, I mean, yeah, the film totally worked for me. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought I, it was a I great prequel, it. if you like. They couldn't really do a sequel because, as far as you're concerned, unless you do, she's climbed out from the ice where she got thrown in. Wasn't she shot in the face like? Oh, she might have been as well. I think Vera Farmiga shoots her in the head. Yeah, yeah, you're right. They they were having a fight in the ice, Mm. and then she's yeah. Yeah, so that might be a little bit harder. I don't think it needs another film. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't have said it needed a a prequel, but it worked. Yeah, but I don't think it needs another one. It doesn't need to be a franchise. I don't think they could probably they could probably squeeze one or two more out where she goes to other families. But I think well, it would get know, to the point where it's not credible anymore. They do say an orphan that she came from. She was a survivor of a house fire, and then she came to the orphanage. Yeah. So I don't think it would work. They filled all the gaps. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it might they become don't oversaturated. Like they're both two good films. Yeah, the first one's better, but I still really like the second one and the gore effect at the end with well we have said spoilers when Julia Stiles falls off the roof yeah. and hits her head on the curb and you get the blood spray and a chunk of brain matter yeah. flies out the back as well and it's like fuck that was done well yeah yeah no I agree I get, and I get what you're saying it would become very un, you'd lose credibility yeah. if you were trying to explain why she kept going to these families the families kept dying yeah. and she and kept no getting ones. away with it uh, oh, and, that, and that reminds me of my one other little thing with this movie was when she's first been found and says I'm from a, my family lives in America. My name's Esther. No one has taken anything. No one's done any physical examinations. Surely you'd do that. Your kid's been missing for four years. You'd be like, I'm just gonna go. We're gonna go to a hospital. You'd got a DNA out. thing. Would would yeah. would be. Well, even not for DNAs and fingerprints. You're just gonna just like I need to know. Is what's the health status like as well? We're just gonna go and get everything checked over, make sure she hasn't got any. There's no physical that makes you reminds me of some other things that I kind of pulled apart in the film a little bit it's like when they take her to the shrink to yeah, make sure yeah, that yeah. she's alright and she gets it wrong about the bird Yeah. I thought she'd been kidnapped for four years She was. you could probably forgive that she got the bird confused Yeah. because it yeah, wasn't no, a parrot she, did, well, it was, she didn't have yeah it was a macaw or something the original one and this was just a parrot yeah you could forgive, there's slight little things that they sort of like really yeah. picked up on I thought well, you'd forgive that she, she was the parrot's name because her adopted mum had mentioned it yeah and then she's got it mistaken but you're like well she's been gone for four years she's not the same as she forgot like would you remember that it was an orange was, bird and not a fucking green yeah, bird exactly. you know she was six how much do you remember from being six years old I don't remember anything from like six days ago <laughs> yeah, fair point. Yeah. I don't remember fuck off when I'm six, man. Jesus. No. Um, yeah. So things like that, they were really making a big deal of. I thought, yeah. well, it's not a big deal. You'd brush that off. You'd think she's been kidnapped for yeah, fucking yeah, four yeah. years. She's only now ten. Yeah. The only thing I struggled with in the entire film was the intensity of the fire in the house and the fact that she's wandered. Yeah, I thought the big. heat would be phenomenal. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and if the heat didn't get you, know, the smoke fumes and the toxic fucking smoke from all the furniture <laughs> being on fire, <laughs> you'd you'd be dead. You'd yeah. pass out. Because you wouldn't be able to breathe and you would burn to death. I mean, you wouldn't wander through there whistling away like 
They were. I said about the size of the house and everything. I mean, it, it almost looked like they were establishing that this family has five Fabergé eggs on their mantelpiece. Yeah, like, Marie point there. She goes, "Well, they're well off. They yeah. got Fabergé <laughs> eggs." And I was like, oh, "Yeah." Fake Esther is her, orig- her original thing is like, "I'm going to steal a load of jewelry and do a runner." There's gold watches and all sort of pearl necklaces and not in a sexy way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's all that stuff there. Yeah. I need to become an artist. We don't do it with writer. Don't make a lot apart from your, your, your car insurance goes up and all that sort of shit. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah, when um, I did a bit of driving for Marie's work and she bought to put me on the van insurance and when she rung him up, she said, what does he do for his main living? And she said, writer. And the woman on the phone said, don't say that. Yeah, we were told the same thing. Because for some reason we're high risk. It goes as entertainer. Yeah. So we're the same risk as a stuntman. It's not the same. I want stunt money then every time I sit down and write a fucking book. I won't even get a paper cut, I'll write on a laptop. I might get electrocuted. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I might not put coffee onto my laptop or something. I might get a blood clot because I haven't moved in hours. <laughs> yeah. That's fucking ridiculous. It's, it's more harmful where the people who disturb me and I'm writing, I'm like, for fuck's sake, I'm just leave me alone for another half an hour. I get that. I, I mean, I struggle anyway. Um, with being distracted especially if I'm distracted while I'm doing something I can't get back into it for love nor money and it really pisses me off and I really have to sit there and talk myself out of fucking stabbing somebody to death <laughs> that's me yeah, I completely understand the shining yeah I get where Jack Nicholson was yeah, coming from he's trying to write and his whiny fucking olive oil wife is trying to <laughs> fucking, and his kids on his stupid tricycle are like hey man yeah, and then like, chunky wheels like, yeah. thundering across the floor. Although then again, you could have just found a room in the hotel somewhere to go right in, instead of like, I'm going to sit in the lobby or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you could have gone in that bedroom with that nude burden. <laughs> yeah, but she wasn't always... You have a bath, love. Yeah. I'll sit here and write. Oh, you've been in too long, you've gone really fucking wrinkly. <laughs> Your skin started falling <laughs> yeah. off. But no, I get it, I get where he was coming from. Yeah. I sit there sometimes thinking about killing. No, go on, sorry. Yeah, I sit there thinking about killing people because they fucking disturb me. I've had to keep my writing to a minimum when it's summer holidays here. Still, yeah. Kids are off. I can't. Get, I think I've managed about five hundred words at a time because I know someone's just going to come in and be like, "On Minecraft." <laughs> uh, That's my department. I love Minecraft. He's like, "Come and see this thing I've made. I've got these pistons that do it. Like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. I, just, I don't understand withers and whatever <laughs> your guardians and fucking shit. I don't know." I don't understand all that because I don't play it on like um, uh, what do you call it mode I play it on creative oh, he not survival on creative but he, he's been making stuff with redstone and pistons and little, you have to press this switch here and this one opens a fake door and this one here does that and it's impressive what he's done but I don't understand it no I don't I can't it. I tried and I couldn't even do a switch that opened a fucking door how I liked I've got to figure it out because I'm building like a massive scale Hogwarts and uh because I've built it on such a scale, everything that I need to be inside it fits. Okay. Except oh. Dumbledore's office, which is right at the top of one of the turrets, and a little twisty bit that comes off, and there's no room for his office in there. So basically, I've got to try and. I was told I've got to figure it out where when you go up to it, as you walk through the door, it teleports you to another location that is made oh, to well, look like the institute. So you won't know the difference. But I don't fucking get that. I'm pretty good at the building side of things, but the technical side of the shit, I don't get. Don't get it. Yeah, so the doorway has got to be a sparkly portal that you walk through, and then I don't know if it sparkles else. or not. I think you just walk through, and I don't know. I think there you are. I, I think they're purple. I remember that much. Oh well. Wow, we're really digressing. Mm. Yeah, but that's the only thing that doesn't fit in the in the building. Because if you can't. made like the, the if you made like the banquet table and all the no, I haven't done any of the interior yet. I'm still yeah. doing the fucking landscaping. I don't know Harry Potter, I'm not a fan, but yeah. yeah. 
I'm still doing Dude, landscaping. Muggle, but <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> I do because I'm a big Harry Potter fan. <laughs> he likes to slither in. I do. Um, yeah. Where were we? Oh, we came at the end of the film pretty much, haven't we? I think so. Yeah, I but th- I think I think we both agree again. We really liked the movie. I really liked it. it. For me, it's a four out of five. I got a four out of five on it. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think so. I, I, Those little faults are enough to knock it down. I prefer the I, first yeah. one, uh, but as prequels go, especially belated prequels. Oh yeah, it's this right is a great film, yeah. and it is a great film. And if anyone said it's any good, I'd be like, yeah, it's fucking great. Oh, you're gonna go into that thing that bugs both of us now, where people on Facebook horror groups and stuff, or and book groups are like, should I watch this film? Yeah. Should I carry on reading this book? It's your choice, man. Why are you asking everyone else? Yeah, I make that decision. Yeah, I, watch I, I it give no wonder. personal fuck. <laughs> what you do no. maybe it's just the kind of people that are in their everyday life they're like ringing someone up saying should I breathe in and out <laughs> my answer to that would be no you really need to stop that shit <laughs> just why yeah. I mean do, in the old day we're going to start ranting on a rant that we've probably talked about but, <laughs> in, the, but in the old yeah, day yeah, you yeah. had no choice but to watch something Yeah. you went to the video shop you you rented something you hadn't seen you watched it if it was shit you took it back and never watched it again yeah. if it was great you've stumbled on a gem we didn't feel the need to ring your mate up and go, should I watch so and so? This happens with everything. I like, I like local Facebook pages and stuff. We go, oh, I need to find a brickie in the area. You're on the internet. Just Google it, you Google prick. It. Yeah. yeah. I'm not very good at watching what I write anyway, and that's why I'm on a ban again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's fair. You're slagging off politicians and people that... Yeah, I was also fans. vehemently saying that people need to be shot in the face, and I think that's what got me banned. Oh, I could have been. Yeah. I can't believe I've never had a band. Someone said they thought I was going to get one for, uh, like, I'm at risk because I'd see bomb. And it's like, I've never had one. No, I've had multiple. Yeah, Facebook's never gone, oh, you can't say can. They didn't like it when I threatened, jokingly, of course, to kill my wife. <laughs> it was the thing is I don't know who I don't know if it's just an algorithm or somebody actually vets stuff. But there must be certain words like kill or shoot it. It was clearly a joke. I put Kisses at the end. It was said in a jovial manner. She replied to it, laughing it off, yeah. which was stupid of her because she really doesn't see it coming. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it was clearly a joke. And it's like the other week. Do you remember I posted that American Sherwolf? And there's a picture of that. Oh, yeah, yeah, There's yeah. a picture of a werewolf laying on the floor. Yeah, and, yeah, London, with, with Cher's face. face. Yeah. And it got removed because of sexual content. <laughs> and I appealed it. And they're like, no, we stand by a decision. And I thought, well, then you're a bunch of fucking idiots. Yeah. It's a man. Mid werewolf transformation. There's no there's genitalia involved. No, there's no genitalia. I don't even know if it's like nipple. I don't remember seeing any. I don't. And it's just Cher's face on it. Yeah, and I was like, Did they really think you were like, it's a hirsute lady? Yeah, and I appealed it, and there's no option to put why you want to appeal it because I'd have oh, put right. because you're a bunch of fucking idiots. <laughs> you know, use your common sense, you fricks. I was, I was expecting uh, some sort of flag or ban. I think it was last week because obviously now we've got the dog and I keep getting things from like. You can't help but click on like, oh, it's like a little dog video of one like ours doing something stupid. And occasionally you get things for like, you know, dog paraphernalia. And this was some kind of neck warmer that went up over the dog's head and just its face was peering out. And then you got this, this, like a neck scar thing, but it was like all wrinkled and matched the dog's skin. I'm like, that's what I'd put in. It's the ideal gift if you want your dog to look like an uncircumcised penis. And I was like, I'm going to get a flack for that, but I can't help it. That's what you've made your pet look like. Yeah. A really depressed willy. <laughs> but I didn't get anything for that either. No. So I, I've, I've still not had a ban. I'm, not, I've I'm been, trying to, but I can't always keep my mouth shut. 
I remember I got the last ban I got was for calling some anti-vaxxer a moronic plague rat. <laughs> and they banned me for that for oh, like really? a week. Yeah. I thought, well, he is. Yeah, they are. <laughs> They're moronic and they're going to spread diseases to everyone else. Yeah, so I, I stood by my point. I was yeah. like, fair enough, but you're fucking idiots. They are idiots. So we'll go back to the film. Yeah. We're both four star. Yeah. Both really liked it. Yeah, I did. I was surprised by how good it was for like use a 13-year-old gap. Yeah. And a prequel. Yeah. I think a lot of that falls on the shoulders of Elizabeth, uh, uh, Isabel, Elizabeth, Isabel Furman. Yeah. Um, who is fantastic. Yeah, oh, she was role. great. I mean, the cast as a whole did a good job. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I really yeah, like she... the character of Esther. I think she's a great villain. I read somewhere that Isabel Furman created a backstory for Esther to explain why she does what she does. Okay. She, in that she kept getting rejected and called a freak, an oh, unlovable freak, of, yeah. and only really ever wanted to find someone and get married and have children and she right. couldn't do that and I think she because of her condition she was yeah, capable of having children you and are going to be yeah, always mistaken for a child and attracting and I think that's person. why and it was, a, it was a whole reason then behind that as to why she gravitates towards the, the male oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. adoptive parent yeah. of the of the house you know probably a mistake to try and out on the bloke who thinks you're his real daughter yeah that's not going to work for you no but then doesn't Julia Stiles' character say something like that to her about you're always going to be a freak and you're always going to be seen as a child. Yeah. There was something along those lines. Yeah. <laughs> Should we wrap this up? Yeah, go on. I'm going to have to edit the shit out of this. Yeah. Thing. The general consensus is that we both really like this movie. Yeah. It's far better than we hoped it would be. And despite the odd niggle, yeah. it's definitely worth. I'd never entertained the idea of there being another orphan film. No. When it was announced, it was like, uh, really? In a prequel? Well, we know how this is going to pan out. So putting that little twist in there it didn't feel like just for the sake of having a twist it was also let's make it different let's change and it expectations a bit. the twist yeah. works yeah you yeah, know, 100% it, it works didn't fall flat at all no. totally worked totally changed the dynamic of the film for the better yeah. uh, so you weren't like saddled with something that just felt like a rehash of, yeah. of what, I mean from what, what I've seen before. of William Brent Bell's movies Where is still my favourite yeah Where is awesome oh, I didn't like The Boy or The Boy 2 um, I've seen The Dead Inside but I two. don't really remember much about it but I yeah where is it I watched the boy film. because someone told me oh it was really good and it was a really good twist I'm like yeah that's not I thought it was a shit twist yeah I didn't care about it so much I didn't see the boy too I've seen the boy too and I thought it was a bit better than the first one but oh, right. not enough for me to give a shit about it if I want to watch a film with a family adopting a puppet I'd watch Pim yeah or Charles Blake that'll do then wouldn't cool. it cool okay that'll yeah. do pig thanks <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> Uh, yeah, thanks My for listening. My name's not Babe. It is, is that what you're quoting? Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so until next time. Cool. Yeah, thanks for listening. Cheers. Bye. Bye. i